Cause that all of y'all getting too soft And I'm gangster rap Yeah, I'm out socks bringing gangster back Where the rap is at yeah. We heard all that preaching you doing Oh yeah, that's cute But you can't dance to that Stepping outside in the fur Pull out the ladder when I push the murk Me rank the area, make it for sure I tell the M.O.D. pull up a skirt Yeah, rapping about rapping stuff hurts I'd rather rap about rapping at work I'd rather work on these verses for yay I see them girls, I might holler you yeah. yeah. Stepping outside, trying to deuce, deuce They don't love you like they used to Make a nigga wanna cry In a club, plotting on my new boo Little do I know she too loose Make a nigga wanna cry Stepping outside, trying to deuce, deuce They don't love you like they used to Make a nigga wanna cry Show my feelings, no. divine intervention, yeah. and we can get through it. Steady after you, cause if you want it, then pursue it. And yeah, I want you, so that's exactly what I'm doing. Conversations, they be fluent, and your voice is so soothing. So, happiness is temporary, but the best when you find it. I love spending time, cause your love is timeless. Yeah, yeah. No. I said your love is timeless. And we ain't gotta hold back, we can fly like a dove no. Willing to take a risk, but a stranger to love, yeah, yeah, yeah. Willing to take a risk, but a stranger to love, yeah the life that I live, no, this the life that I want, fuck it, this the life that I want, cause this the life that I need, but this the life that I hope, keep me back to life, cause now my life is like boats, at rest, that's a wreck, I wish you best, you think I don't, cause I caused you worse, in my defense, 
loving you The way that you want me to Think I don't care for you Cause I ain't showing you The shit that I did when we first got together That's called a cupcake phase And face a cupcake mate Be sweeter than feelings That I felt there for It's easy to leave She thinking shit I even got my feelings involved That this nigga even have fucking feelings at all Guilt in the pleasure, I'm pleased to get in them drawers Feeling like graffiti trying to get in the walls We was wrong, I'm so excessive With your curves and your treasures That ass is so fat and so precious Knocker. We are here for another week of litness. We are here to have a good time with you guys, to vibe and love one another, right? That's what we're always trying to do. Mm. Right now, we're going to go ahead and play a little bit more music while I get my systems together. But Harlow Mill is in the bill right hey, here on Nitty's Knocker. I'm in the shorty right now, she coming I just fucking caught a body Fucking caught a body. 
miss you, I miss you, I miss you. awesome super cool freaking week at nitty snocker i'm so freaking happy that i have my first edm duo here like y'all understand hello harlow mill hey how's it going yo 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 i'm so excited like y'all even understand like 
I feel like my anxiety level is at an all-time high because of, like, life, but also because, like, this is a moment that I've been waiting for for so long for this show. So, welcome. Thank you, guys, for being here. Thanks for having us. No problem. I was a little late, guys. <laughs> no problem. The show's starting a little late today. We had a few technical difficulties. It was um, It's because Brandon was late, so okay, we're just going to go with that right now. But, um... I did want to talk about Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. I always say Bonnaroo, even though it's Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo Festival lineup came out today, and I do want to mention how to festival prep a little bit because, I mean, everybody goes through those times where, you know, you don't know what to bring to the festival. Your phone dies. You're dehydrated. You don't have cash when the ATM, you know, it's like all cash transactions. So I think that's something that we should definitely um, – be able to talk about and i do want to talk about black mirror a little bit newsflash these guys have never I, I didn't know watched black what are, mirror. what are you guys living under a rock was. like you guys never seen black mirror like i'm just i'm just giving you guys i think it's i think it's like one of those things where people who haven't seen game of thrones they feel like they're so far out of the loop you've never seen game just, of thrones either no i have i have man, i'm huge in the game of thrones oh yeah yeah <laughs> don't talk to me like that okay well that's the thing <laughs> Sorry, with me i've never watched <laughs> no but like i feel like i've been out of the loop for so long that i just yeah i'm just gonna wait a little bit longer and then just binge it see unlike um game of thrones it's on netflix so you have up late at night one day can't sleep hey check out black mirror just throwing it out there shameless plug I get addicted <laughs> fast to like shows. Yeah, like, you're definitely really, like addicted. I can't watch unless I'm gonna finish it all in like a week or something. I mm-hmm. can't watch it. Like. Well, you probably can finish Black Mirror in a week. I haven't watched Game of Thrones because every time I try to watch the first episode, there's so much going on around me, and then I see that there are 10 million seasons of it, and I'm like, how there do I goes. even yeah. begin? Yeah. So I get it, you know. I feel that. Okay. I, it's not the worst thing that you haven't seen Black Mirror, but you know. We will, is it that good though? So it's it's actually really good music. because it makes you just wonder: Is it a fair judgment of the future? You know, it's just like, like man, Westworld. It's like Westworld. No, it's crap. Yeah, Westworld is just like he made me try to watch Westworld. Why would you do that to him? Why, why would you try to torture him? I was just like, this is weird. Like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> yeah, I watched it and it stressed me out. I was <laughs> yeah, like, I, I can't. I, I deleted. I got the free subscription just to watch it, and then I got rid of the free. Friends subscription. don't recommend friends bad shows. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a bad show, but yeah, but Black Mirror is definitely one of those shows where you test chance. the future. It's like it shows you how technology is advancing so quickly, but it also shows you the really, really bad things that can happen because technology has hit a new level and all time high. Away. No, that's the show. That's the basis Uh-oh. of the show. Every single episode is none of the episodes correlate. So you can come in and watch whatever episode you want. Um, but it's still like a very interesting aspect. Like even with the dating one, Hang the DJ. That was my favorite episode. It's it my favorite. Yeah, I feel like that's my life, unfortunately. Really? Uh, how everything is just. No, you haven't seen it. How no. many seasons? Okay, four, four, but it's so only like, six four? episodes. You per can so it's like a sitcom so, like, where you can go in. It's not Almost. a sitcom. No, but like that kind of where you can pop in. It's like the Twilight, fi- the Twilight Zone of like our generation, kind of sort of. Oh, yeah, no episode at all matches the, not one. I got you. You kinda know, like a American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah but yeah, not yeah. even the same actors. Okay. You know, they American try to like, version. yeah, they 
they have a large amount of actors that are part of this. But Black Mirror, I mean, it's no point in really talking too much about it because you guys don't know if that much. But just better, watch Hang the DJ. It's a UK show, so you know all their shows bang. So yeah, yeah. they're I used to be like huge Skins. Like yeah. Skins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Skins was my. So I think I showed these guys. I said it was a UK show. Now they're interested. Yeah, that would be awesome, actually. But how do you guys festival prep? Tell me that. How do you guys get it together when it's time I mean, to go? To, I don't. I don't really know if you've actually been to any festivals. I've been. My I mean, let's name yeah, drop I, first so I they know who's talking. I've been to a couple. Uh, Kyle, also AKA Mill. <laughs> A.K.A. Oh, wait. Murder. <laughs> A.K.A. Harlow. <laughs> and we'll get to those names in a second. Yeah. But how do you guys, yeah, how do you festival prep? Uh, I think the a big thing that you mentioned earlier was obviously, like, phone charger. Like, if you if you can go out and buy, like, those portable chargers mm-hmm. that, like, fit in your pocket, that's a huge thing. This is especially, there's so many people in such a small area, you have no phone reception. So even if you do try and send out one text, it takes 20 minutes to get it out. And it wastes like 50% of your battery. Yeah, nobody can text in those I'm, places. That's like not top priority. I, I guess it I mean, depends on what... Just in case. It depends on what you're going to. Like, in Detroit, there's a techno fest called Movement. It's like a big thing right in Hart Plaza. And so that's not really like a camping thing. Mm-hmm. But for Electric Force, like a bigger major festival. I want to be a unicorn fairy type thing go, honestly, at that festival. I the first time, like last year. And... It, it's a must experience. Thing. Yeah, you know we have a lot of big ones here too. Yeah. So I've been the been Spring to, Awakening. I've been and to Lollapalooza a couple of times. I went to Spring Awakening in like 2014. Um, ever since then, I haven't really gone to one in Chicago. How long you been here? Four years. You deserve a whooping. I mean, they're kind of. I don't know. Like I've, I've been going to Lollapalooza <laughs> for like the last three or four years, and like now I've just made it my therapy for the like the year. Like. I go that's there. The and that you're that's just go to yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's like it's therapeutic, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I actually worked there this past year as a platinum What's host. That mean? Oh, so you whoa. have your levels of <laughs> you have your levels of um, wristbands, right? Platinum is the ultimate experience. They have these really awesome cabanas. This is where all the Instagram right, models right, right. go. Yeah. Oh, when oh. you see their pictures from Lollapalooza <laughs> and stuff like that, it's because they're in these cabanas the whole time. So they have these cabanas on the south and north end. They have platinum viewing, which is usually on the stage oh, or so right in front like of the stage. Home. Yeah, and I was able, like, I met Big Sean. I met Wiz Khalifa. Like, um, I was backstage with Lil Yachty and everybody, you so, know. So, we were at the same stages the same day. Yeah, and you knew I, I was working there. Insane. I was in the back, in the crowd, I told hot. You. He's way in the I back. told him I Being was working there, but. Yards, tossed around. Binoculars. Big <laughs> I told him I was there, but um, who received the text back? Not I. We just talked about how texts don't go through. See, like, so yeah. is that my fault? Honestly, I don't even think about my phone when I'm at a festival because I'm just. Hanging with whoever I'm going with. Yeah, you got to kind of coordinate, though. Like, you have to, like, if you're going to go meet up with people, you have to, like... Set a time. We meet at such and such stage, at such and such time, and it's just like, if you're done there, you're getting left. I think the biggest prep thing I could say for any festival thing is just leave the bad vibes at home. Yeah. You're just there to get it, like, have a good time and just... Hang out with friends. Listen. Missy's butt is in the camera. Hey, Missy. What? <laughs> no, it was your butt was in. <laughs> Missy's butt is live on Nitty's Knocker. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
But yeah, so I found this article on hercampus.com. I I love online articles. I come every week with one. And it's festival season. It will be coming very soon. You know, so South by Southwest is pretty much the first festival of the year. When is that? It's in March, like the mid mid March. Have you guys ever seen the Jimmy Kimmel? south by southwest like fake bands or something no no so basically like one of uh, the employees just asked like random people like hey who are you excited to see are you excited to see like perrier like <laughs> like just making up these band names it's crazy and people are like yeah i'm so excited i can't to see wait they're, they're my fave i can't believe they're, yeah. playing. they're my favorite like i've been listening to them you've been forever. drinking perrier your whole life <laughs> yeah. but this article here says that the preparation guy is is pretty simple you have to plan your outfits you have to be the freshest at the festival, depending on the festival. You know, like I some festivals are really like running the dirt, messy festivals. But like Lollapalooza, a lot of people are there. Like when I worked there, I saw so many trendy men and women. You know, they were it's like, it was Jersey season this year, Lollapalooza. Yes. I had on my socks jersey. It was definitely jersey. Plenty season. of jerseys. Um, Sports attire, period. Mm-hmm. And then they say to hydrate. Some places. You can't yeah, take sure. your bottles in, but right. buy, make sure you bring enough money to buy you a water bottle that you can refill so that you're not waiting in lines, missing your favorite people they performing. They back things, too, where you can just load up and just, you know. I think, in I the think festivals? that's one of the best. No, I... The, a couple of years that I went to Lala, I took a Camelback, mm-hmm. and that was just like huge. The backpack version, not the, like the water bottle thing that all sorority girls have. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they let you in Lala with that? Uh, yeah, you can't have any liquids in it at first. Oh, okay. So they pat the they pat the uh, like the back holder of it. Right, right. And then they let you in, and then you go to the the fill up station. And then you can fill it all. Up. I have yet. Found but I mean, a way that's to like water into looks like we need camel backpack. That's like yeah, sixty four. That's, that's, that's like sixty four ounces of must. water or something right there, and you don't have to hold a water bottle the whole time or buy it. Wow, it, it's so expensive in there, and nobody wants to stand in the in no. the water lines, and then they're dirty. People spit on it. You never know what you're gonna get. At, I've you never know. been to Lala, so I, I have yet to figure out a way to get water in the Lala. Have yet to do it. <laughs> well, well, now you camel, now you yeah, got now you the know. way the camel camel back. Yeah, drop some knowledge. Camelback, yeah. or if anybody's get- listening would like to buy Nitty a Camelback, uh, or send me the money for a Camelback, my Square Cash tag is Nitty's Knocker. You know, shoot it over my way. Ten dollars can change a life at Harlem Mill as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, like shameless plug. And then the phone chargers—they do say phone chargers are very important Definitely. to bring, and your crossbody bags for all of the little You're trinkets and gifts that you get. Like Cash as well is huge. Cash a disposable is camera would be cool. Not a like flashbacking to the good times like mm-hmm. last summer disposable because like then you don't have to like oh retake this i look really bad blah 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 like i, don't, I like what snapchat have done like with their story setting so like you like i was at lala over the summer and i was at uh, snapchat at sunday and like my whole story is just like one big festival and it's all it looks so whenever i'm having a bad day i just go watch it yeah, Brandon has great stories about um, Lala. You I'm know, he he's right been now. through it. <laughs> <laughs> he's been through it like since the first time going. You know, but that's the experience. You know, so working platinum was like one of the best experiences. I hung with all my homies. Like when Chance and them were there, I was just like not working, and just hanging out in the back and eating all the good buffet food. You know, yeah, buffet oh, food. Man. So the goal is platinum uh, passes. The goal is to work for Lala for the four days. And they let you take a break, you know. So if you work with the person you're with and you're like, hey, I want to take 20 minutes to go see whoever, they're usually like, okay, go ahead, you know. 
and you just switch off with your partner and you have a hell of a time, you know? That sounds like work. Who's <laughs> the coolest uh, person you met at Lala? The coolest person I met at yeah. Lala? Wiz. Yeah, that had to be pretty cool. <laughs> that was like life changing. <laughs> and his little giggle and everything is just so iconic. Oh, I also have a a ball at home. Like at the end of um Travis Travis Barker's drum so Blink one eighty two. Yes. I was right in the middle of the pit. I have videos in my phone somewhere. Maybe I'll do a, a blog post about all of my dumb videos of me. Like I had on these short my my leggings ripped that day. This was the Yachty day when I had to pretty much be security because everybody was that bomb rushing. And I was like, you know what? I give up. My leggings ripped. It just got really crazy. So I ended that day at Blink One Eighty Two stage, and there were these huge balls, <laughs> these huge <laughs> balls that I they were tossing that. out. That from the stage, yeah. like big ball, <laughs> big balls, and I got one. Like Travis Barker touched it, you know, and I was like, "That's my ball." And I like you sprinted, you know. I sprinted. I was like, "I need that ball. I need Travis Barker's ball <laughs> <laughs> to be next to me forever." And I still have it at home. I love it. I have Is to it blow like it up. Big, like, it's huge. It's like one of those really because it's like, a, like it's an air inflatable so oh, i got on the train with it i was on the train with this huge thing like you yep deflate it yeah but i did oh. it it was like the end of lala who had time to deflate a ball that big that's real but i was <laughs> people true. were looking at me like why is this girl and it was raining that day it was just bad and everybody's like what's wrong Doubles with this girl did they know it was touched by the god they did not yeah. know but <laughs> since music you know is being touched by the gods and all this amazing life is being brought. I'm going to play a song by a DJ that I know from the city. And it's just because the name of the song is called Bring Me to Life, not because of anything else with this DJ. But this is from Good Stress, Bring Me to Life, right here on Nitty Snacker.
going to be so legit i'm playing all edm music today <laughs> like why not if it was up to me like don't get me wrong i love all genres like i love it to a t but when it comes to dubstep and future bass and even techno sometimes really gets me going you know like i'm a true raver at heart you're a raven ass unicorn doesn't that sound cool <laughs> I'm yeah. a, not a raging unicorn. You're a Pegasus. Yeah. We've already figured this out. <laughs> I'm not a raging unicorn. I think Kyle is sometimes, though. Maybe. You guys like unicorns? Kyle does. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with them. I know it's sure. not. You're sitting here talking to yeah, them. Yeah, we are. Can't be anything wrong with the unicorn when you're it in a room with like it. It's like a balance, you know? We can't like the same stuff all the time. Why don't you like unicorn? Hold, pause. I don't, I don't know. This is like a it. whole situation <laughs> oh, we're no. going to have here. <laughs> if you don't want to identify as a unicorn. Doesn't have to, all right, dude? Yeah, if you say so, Brandon. <laughs> if you say so. But I'd like to go ahead and talk a little bit about some political things, you know. The Golden Globes was this past weekend. And oh, boy. There was a blackout. And when I first saw blackout, I was like, oh, snap, Black Lives Matter was in the house. You know, that's like what I was thinking. But then when I looked into it, it was more about the Me Too movement, which um, a lot of... People have come out talking about some of their issues that they've had um, with the higher-named Hollywood mm, execs. executives, the owners of Hollywood, basically, you know. And um, the show started with the monologue from Seth Meyers and pointing out the elephant who's not in the room because Weinstein, you know, nobody was there. They didn't want to be there under all of the allegations. And he was booed. Seth Myers was booed. I didn't see that part. He was booed. You heard the boos because, honestly, everybody doesn't agree that that he's a bad guy. You know, um, it's the politics of it. You know, and I just thought it was really interesting that so that literally the whole almost everybody was blacked out. I don't know. Like the whole booing Seth Myers thing is, I can kind of understand why they did it because it's people try to use humor to like kind of like lighten the mood and lighten the the air but like it's these uh, these years coming it's like you got to be really sensitive about what you say i think that was the point though he didn't want to be that way you know it was about making a statement and standing by what you're saying the me too movement uh is very damaging you know not even just just celebrities people go through it on the regular basis of being sexually harassed and 
going through things and feel, and feeling like they have to do it just to get to whatever the next level is. If you want to be like a sales associate to the manager, you know, like it varies in work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I just, everywhere. yeah, I just think it was like very monumental that they all came together for that. It's nap. nice to see people like gathered, you know, for a bold statement, you know? Yeah. Like literally you said, every, I didn't watch the Golden Globes because I don't really watch TV, but I don't know. It's I, nice to hear that, you know. I think the biggest moment was for me. Like, I just wanted everybody to like acknowledge Oprah Winfrey for president. Two thousand. Yeah, I definitely think she's gonna run for president. <laughs> I, she I didn't definitely see that in the should. Trending thing. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see the speech or anything, but so, I saw it trending. So funny story. So the Rock was supposed supposedly trying to run for president um, in two thousand twenty as well. There was a picture of him at the Golden Globes looking up at Oprah as she's st- as she's speaking, and somebody made a meme like. <laughs> When you uh, readjust your position and you want to be vice president. <laughs> <laughs> and she did say a new day is on the horizon. I don't um, think anybody's going to step in front of Oprah. Honestly, since Donald Trump, I feel like it's not surprising. Like, nothing really surprises me anymore. You know? That could happen. I feel like after Donald Trump, I feel like anyone can be president. Like, you know how you tell a kid, like, kids are like, I want to be a president when I get older. Like, and you kind of defer that dream because it's, like, very unrealistic. But, like, now you can... Kids now your be, favorite movie actors can be, yeah, are yeah, becoming the president. Like, here's the plan, kid. You become a celebrity. Or you make enough money, make <laughs> enough fans, and then you run for president. You like, give yeah, everybody yeah. a car. Honestly. You know, you get a car, you get a car. That's, you know, a career, you. that's going to be the career path into presidency, <laughs> not going through politics. And the, yeah, it seems like politics local, doesn't matter yeah, because yeah. The, po- the, the president is just the one who's, like, hitting the red button. You know, like, go. Stop. Go, you know, that's pretty much like a baby in the room. When when you think about politics, it's everybody who creates a political group. Um, But yeah, like it was just she noted that it was very um, important for the journalists uh, and people who spoke out because it's like insatiable dedication to go ahead and speak out on things that could make people lose their careers. You know, a lot of these people are nobody wants to work with them and different things like that because they've opened up about situations that were tough to talk about. Even that one guy, that one actor guy, the big bald guy. Terry Crews? Yeah, he said that it's happened to him by men in Hollywood, you know, yeah, where... I I yeah, I mean, because it's... No matter how big you are and how physically big you are, like, a lot of the actors that, that get... That become famous, you don't know, they might be struggling, like, starving artists, you know, so you're about to get that big break. And then some Hollywood execs like, hey, come on in this room, let me uh, grab a little sump sump, you know. <laughs> so it's like, okay. It's nice my, to see that being brought into life. Yeah, like my morals or this money, like you know. Too. It is. It's like that in, in any industry. <laughs> yeah. You know, people yeah. with power. It's because people have power and they abuse it. Going even into our president who abuses his power and says that if he wants it, he'll grab it. You know, like yeah. that that's the world that we unfortunately live in. Um but it's the the beautiful thing about what has happened is they are finally making stride, taking stride and making statements, bold statements, where everybody can come into a room and say, I stand for this cause. Uh so I think that's really beautiful. And some of the people who yeah, rocked it was our girl Issa Rae, who is notably known for Insecure, which is an amazing show. Can't wait until the next season pops in. Halle Berry, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Kate Hudson, Nicole Kidman, Tracy Ellis Ross, who is, mm-hmm. like, the finest 
thing <laughs> walking. And your girl, Mary J. Blige, <laughs> the one who cannot dance. She be hit. She be hit. <laughs> but she tried, tried hits it. Like she hits it. I don't care if she's. She can be the worst dancer, but That's I true. love it. I'm like, go, Mary. You got this. I mean, but for the last twenty years, she's she's not. She knows she can't dance, but every show she's gonna get. She's up there like, well, like, gonna toss it back to the '90s. You know, she just keep it real '90s. I can just imagine her here while she's dancing, like, that's to the left. That's in those arms. Now She'll bring them back. The pretty, pretty good. Probably, Maybe. Probably. Yeah, you know? Hmm. That's, that's, that's what she does in slow motion. Things to ask Mary J. Think about it, though. Like, that's what she does in slow motion. She jumps to the side. Then she brings it back. Then she swings those arms. Someone, yeah, that's it. Sometimes she go real that, you know? far back, you know? Hey, you Maybe you guys should. Just dub it and then just put yeah, the wobble You guys are on to something. I like that. You guys should make a wobble remix. Oh. oh, look at that. Look at that. Uh, the wiggle. Oh, call it the wiggle. <laughs> we don't wobble, we wiggle. We wiggle. <laughs> and one other person that I thought was really interesting who wore black, uh, she's newer to the scene. Um, she's the creator of Showtime's The Shy, uh, something that Common has helped with the production on and the things sh- like that. And she's. I yeah, she's the first black woman to win an Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series. So awesome. by her coming and wearing black as well, that shows that she's dedicated to change as well. Even though there are some touchy topics of how they did things when they were recording, they filmed it here. They literally threw food away from that little shop. In the sh- if you watch the uh, season premiere of it. What's um, it on? Is that on Showtime. Oh, Showtime? Yeah. And there's this scene, you know, this it's a store that's like a staple in the show. And they said that when they were done filming the shot, they, you know, washed all of the paint off of it and threw away real food. When it's a community, they did it in Lawndale, which is one of, Avondale, Lawndale area is one of the, Albany Park, sorry, one of the poorer neighborhoods in the city. And, you know, other than, I'm hoping that that isn't as real as it seemed when I read the article of the young lady who lives in the neighborhood who wrote it. You know, maybe there's a reason behind it, but, like, what reason could you have to throw away food for when there are families who could right. really use Especially that? Especially when it's so cold out, too. For reason. Well, that, literally, and and like, the number of homeless people in Chicago. Yeah, that kills me every time. Yeah, I mean, I guess you would have to, like, um, like instruct people to handle that afterwards. I, like, I've worked on movie sets before, and, like, there is no... Um, person on set that's like okay guys after i feel like maybe somebody in their good graces or having a good heart should be like let's take this food and give it to people who need it but there's no one on the budget that says hey okay let's clean this stuff up this goes here this goes to this people that need this food so it's just don't like, throw it in the trash yes. that's all i'm saying yeah. Yeah. somebody should have been good enough to kind of just take the food in, in you know? paris they have like a refrigerator i was reading like where they take the leftover food and they give it to the homeless like they put it just in that refrigerator. Nice. Yeah. Well, I know here they bleach the food. Yeah, I don't want to. I've never. I've never. When they throw it out at the end that. of the night, yeah. they some places, not all. There are some places that donate their food and things like that. But a lot of places here, they bleach it. Like when they throw it out, so that nobody can eat it. Boy, they say oh. it's for the rats, you know. But mm-hmm. it, we have a very high homeless rate here in yeah. Chicago. So, um, yeah, that's just you know the whole thing with the. Making statements is very important. So it's just very beautiful that they've all come together for a cause that can benefit massive numbers of people. But it's now time for the unicorn gospel. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that. <laughs> it makes me giggle every single time. <laughs> so this past week I've been dealing with, every time I do a unicorn gospel, it's based on things that I've gone through in the week. 
uh, that are heavy on me and that I feel can help somebody else as I'm helping myself through it. It's like when you go to church, they give you their verse and the ghetto gospel, all those different things. This is my take on how to take a verse and make it benefit you for the better. So this week's is Isaiah 41 and 10. Do not fear for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous hand. So I've been feeling very lonely this week. You know, I've been feeling like I have nobody with me, nobody on my side. Um, And it's the talk of being alone versus feeling lonely, you know, You're physically not alone. You know, you have people around you at any given time. But sometimes you feel like there's nobody who understands you. There's nobody who can identify with what you're going through and you seclude yourself. You isolate yourself from the masses and you stress yourself out. So the point of the verse this week is to say to all of my fellow pixie-like people and mythical creatures... You do not have to forget that the universe is always on your side. No matter what you're going through, just know that you have the universe to depend on. And the amount of good energy you give to the universe, it will give it back to you. And you have to just pay attention to it, you know, because all it takes is you falling into a pit one time for you to forget that the universe had your back. But if you don't forget, you can come out of that pit and be something great. You know, you can come out of that pit and meet a new person who can help you further your career or um, something really fun you wanted to do. You know, the love of your life. You know, you never know what you can um, realize if you keep being anxious like I've been this week, you know anxiety levels at an all-time high and it's just like why you know like stop being so anxious when you know that the universe all that radiant energy all that sparkly dust is falling on you for you to be amazing for you to be for serenity personally to be the unicorn that she wants to be the inner you know the inner energy that i'm trying to push out is the energy of a unicorn in my opinion you know Mm. so that's this week's unicorn gospel any thoughts on being alone um yeah like i don't know like i've been going through a transition period like with my jobs and stuff like that so like um been kind of broke you know and it, it, it seems like you know um i'm one of those people where like i don't when i don't have any money i just don't want to do anything not saying you need money to have fun but it definitely helps you get tasks and things done um but it's like, you know, when you really need something, it's like, dang, I'm, I thought I had friends. Like, I'm out here, I need stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if I can ask these people who I think are my friends for things that I need. So, like, that's, like, a, a area of loneliness that, um, you know, it happens to the best of us, you know, just feeling like you're in it by yourself. But it's always refreshing to be around people who um, they may not be able to help you monetarily, but give you some advice or put you in a position to where you could... Yeah get back on your feet, you know. Um, this week has been really tough, like, going into the new year. But um, I was just, yesterday I had handled some business, and I went over to my friend's house, and we were just talking. And it was just like, really encouraging. Um, just put me back in a good mood again. Um, so, yeah, you just got to, you're going to go through it. It's going to be cloudy, but, you know, there's always sun behind those clouds. That sounded so corny, yeah. but. It's yeah. so it's true, though. You know, it's, I love this. It's, it. it's, yeah, it's yeah. true. Everybody's gonna I, have those ups and downs. A, you know? Where's the other yeah. bell? Yeah. Honestly, like it's—I I feel like it all depends on who you surround yourself with. 
You know, because you can be true. lonely with like uh, you have a ton of friends, but they're not real friends. Mm-hmm. Like, the, there's a song on mm-hmm. that, like fake friends. It's famous. Everyone plays Drake's song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fa- showing fake love to me. Yeah, Straight up so to my it's face. So, it's so real, <laughs> No, yeah. that's very true. So, you Shout know. out to everyone back in Michigan. No, thank you guys for yeah. all of you Michigan nighties <laughs> tuning in right now. Make sure you go ahead and like the Nitty's Knocker page and like the Q4 radio page. We love your support. Submit music to nittiesknocker.com at any given time, and I will definitely play it on the show. Shameless plug. Yeah. How'd that sound? Was that good? That was good. Yeah. You're, you're, Worked yeah. it in perfectly. You know, radio is just, you know, my thing. <laughs> but I do want to go ahead and go into some more music. Um, would you guys like to play some some of your tracks? Or do you want to, like, wait for a grand? No, we can do we it. Can. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's go crazy then. We're going to play oh. some Harlow Mill right here on Nitty's Night. Yeah, we there. haven't released this yet, but we literally... Yeah, we're getting an exclusive. Uh-oh. Yeah, we we wrapped this up, like, maybe, well, a couple... couple? A couple of days, days ago. ago. But we always, like... Art, like, the thing about being creative, like, you're never done. You know? A song's you're never like... done. There's always... You're gonna go back and you're gonna listen and you're yeah. gonna, oh, we could have done this. Mm-hmm. So, and like, that's that, that, being it's, meticulous. That's just, like, it's just, it's, you know, being an artist, like, whether it's just music or you know, your painter or anything like that, you're always, yeah, like, going to be your biggest critic. That's I mean, very that's, true. Even with, you know, the radio and things that, you know, we do on our end, we are also very, very critical about our art, but that's what makes it beautiful. So just know that we got some some heat coming your way right, right now on Nitty's Knocker. Here you go.
Yeah, I like that. Are you guys feeling all like heavenly? <laughs> like it's just it's one of those songs like I'm gonna listen to it like if you guys don't mind sending me the private stream. Like I could really see myself like stretching and like I used to do contemporary and modern dance and like, you know, just like expressively letting go of all of your angst. You know, that's where I I get from that. It's like Honestly, emotional that's, release. That's good because that that's what we were aiming for. Uh, <laughs> I know my music. No, Is this, uh, that's some good I gym music hear. right there. Uh, like that's yoga music. I, don't know, I like running stuff like that because you yeah. get like those like. It just feels. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, that's why I like dubs. I like to work out to dubstep because you get those like you feel, feel it tired. And it's those like, nosebleed type. Of, and it just like, pushes okay, you that, to like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's the name of the song we just heard? It's called Part Neva. It's just like um, every time like we talked about this before. We mm-hmm. as in like Kyle and I like when we make music. I I feel like we don't really know what's going around us like we just zone in so hard like i know kyle's and i like we'll we'll stay up till like 4 a.m like even working on stuff from like i don't know maybe like nine hours straight or Mm -hmm. something and like we don't move and like (laughs) we have to remind each other like hey go get some water like go get some food because we get just lost (laughs) in this type of world and like we decided to make a track just like pulling that out of us and like it kind of just feels like a kind of epic place or like a, a cinematic kind of movie in your head if you close your eyes like yeah. you go wherever you want to I think I think the biggest thing too what we were going for with that and just like all of our music in general like we want to tell a story we want to like we get brought somewhere when we create our music mm-hmm. we were all we're all we're own place like everybody wants to be taken somewhere they want to feel something they want to feel emotion they want to feel a part of it Mm -hmm. when they're listening to music that's why you know music is all subjective yeah but you know that's what we really wanted to just like show everybody like parneva is kind of representative of like our world like when we where we go to when we create our music it's like narnia yeah yeah it's kind of like our but own like a narnia. cooler version yeah yeah because <laughs> that's just like no one's trying to chill in negative 10 degree weather <laughs> for like it seemed like they didn't feel the cold for some reason but yeah it's a movie that's why if only right like i go outside like huh snow <laughs> yeah what inspires, like, I know I listen to music to get inspiration for different projects and different things I'm writing, but what inspires you guys to, like, what inspires musicians? Like, what gives you, like, the sounds and the music that you guys want to create, especially, like, it being EDM? I guess it's different life. for, yeah, life. It's different for everyone. I mean, for me, like, it's hard to, for me, it's hard to get inspired by, like, just being in a room by myself. Mm-hmm. As weird as that sounds. So, for the longest time, like, I would just go to coffee shops and... <laughs> just produce honestly most of the stuff there and like i don't really see myself when i produce but kyle always says like i move my hands i stand up i like start like nice. doing some weird stuff and like people come up to me they're like hey you okay like <laughs> yeah man he's like he's like Zoning. there in like the starbucks like front window <laughs> conducting an orchestra yeah, shout out to starbucks no seriously there's one in canton that's just like it just felt like home i don't know what it is like everyone there like when I walked in, like, people would... I'm saying it, like, a lot. It's okay. Like, yeah. it's totally, like, cool. <laughs> no, Like, our president in. says it, so, like, why can't you? Yeah, they're just, like, the <laughs> nicest staff and, like... I don't know. It just felt like home over there. But, yeah, going back to it, like, seeing other people do work, I guess, inspires me a lot. And, like... Okay. 
And it also pushes, yeah, like the fact that you yeah. can sit and conduct and and lose yourself in it. You know, you don't even realize what you're doing because that's how impactful your sounds are. Shows that you're on the right path, mm-hmm. and it that's what passion is. You know, yeah. it, it drives you like no other. And people literally have to be like, "Wake up!" You know, like, <laughs> I mean, "What are you doing?" Music saves lives. Like, it does. It's honestly one of the hugest. Scapegoats for for well it used to be I would like to bring it back into my everyday with dance you know it was something I did every day when I went home when I was younger like between ages of seventeen and twenty you know I would dance every day and I needed music at all times to just wild out to there's a video to some dubstep song when I first discovered dubstep <laughs> in college and I was in my dorm room just alone Jam and just out. like. You should have started a YouTube out. video because like, 2008. It that. is a YouTube video. It's very <laughs> oh, old. Where, it's where, very where can we find old. this at. It's on the <laughs> put the link below the bit. <laughs> it's on the Nitty's Knocker uh, YouTube page. Down some. Nah, but music is definitely like <laughs> I'm gonna creep. Music is definitely an escape because like people like will go crazy if they lose their headphones. Like, yeah, I'm that person. If I leave my headphones at home, I'm gonna buy another pair while I'm out just because I need <laughs> headphones. Like, I won't go to the gym if I don't have headphones. That's true. Yeah. 100%. Right, you don't want to leave the house unless you, if you can't find your headphones, you're like, I gotta ride this bus and this train. I gotta hear everybody else talk. So it's kind of like it is an escape. So. This is a, it's just an escape from like the everyday life, the everyday grind. You know, everybody, like I said, people want to feel a different emotion than they may be feeling right now. For sure. So what it's inspired, just like, what, what inspires you? Because you do you does ice cream inspire anybody? <laughs> <laughs> right here, just had to know. Up. You know, he, pr- he probably up. says to me almost every day or every other day, "I just want an ice cream sandwich." No, you know what it is. I blame, <laughs> I blame my sister because honestly, like, she'd always be like, "Hey, let's go hang out," and our hangouts were, "Hey, let's go to Cold Stone," but okay. like, don't tell mom and dad because. We already have like those, you know, those tubs of ice cream that you yeah. have at home. That's not good. But ice no cream. one's trying to eat that, yeah. right? It's Unless it's Ben and Jerry's strawberry yeah. cheesecake, so we or always, double fudge brownie. I hope, I hope my mom and dad aren't listening because <laughs> they know our secret. We hate, we, we hate your ice cream at home. Okay, we hate yeah, it. Now, now they know our secret. No, we'd always say, "Hey, let's go to Meyer." Like, okay. And then we just drive up to Cold Stone. Nice. See, yeah. that's how you do it. That's when I was it. supposed to Sorry, be taking mom. ACT tests. Or the practice Prep, exams. Yeah. I was at the water tower. We would go to the school, get dropped off at the school, and we would all just leave and go to the water tower. <laughs> but I still passed with a really high score, so you, you that was that? by That's the grace of God. I know your mom's <laughs> listening. Do you hear that? <laughs> yeah. How'd you get out? Get a GPS on all of your children. You know what's crazy? How did you get from your school to... We would take the blue line to the red line. Whitney Young was like right there, so it was two stops downtown to get to Jackson, and then we just take the Jackson Red yeah, Line to the Chicago. Water Tower, and yeah. the whole world was there. I have friends that probably are still banned, and you know them that are probably still banned, like I don't Joe, know what you're like, talking about you know for skateboarding down the center of <laughs> the Water Tower. <laughs> yeah. But you know, neither here nor there. Let's talk about what what what's been going on, Brandon. Have you been living this week? Not really, man. I've been this, this week has been a struggle. So I'm in transitions um, between jobs right now. I'm gonna leave one job and go into another. Um, did that with no savings, so um, life is kind of a struggle right now. But it's something that it's gonna pass. You know, this is only for a short time. It's a transition, so um, I'm not too down about it. It's just 
having money for the small things like a phone bill is is annoying, you know. Uh, but this, what I'm talking about today with my whole segment is talking about getting out of your comfort zone, um, and that's something I did like I started doing last year. I've always been like this straight kind of guy, just like going to work, making money, but like ve- being very creative. Why I did it, um, and like I'm looking at, like people like Nitty and like other my other friends who are creative creatives. And I'm like, I want to do that, but I don't have the time to do it. So I started to take, I took on less hours at work, um, started doing more things, started being more active in the art community and just going to different networking things. And I'm, I like what I'm doing. I may be broke, but I enjoy it when I'm starting to work on a project and getting some stuff done. People want to work with me because I have free time now. So like, you're comfortable, but don't, like, a lot of people get complacent. Like, complacent, yeah. being complacent and being comfortable kind of go hand in hand. Um, and sometimes, like, really what got me to, to, to inspire this segment was, like, I heard a lot of older people talk about things they wish they had did that they never did, you know, because they had um, certain things go happen in their lives where they had to do this and do that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes to do what you want to do, you got to be uncomfortable. So I'm going to read this little article. It gives us um, six reasons why you should step out of your comfort zone. Anybody want to add anything to that? No, let's hear it. Yeah. Okay, so um, we are wired to seek out comfort, which is why it's so hard to let go. So, like, you know, that job you're working that's got you at, like, 16, 17 an hour, they're basically paying you that to forget your dream. So, like, a lot of people are like, you left a $17 an hour job to go do this? I mean, yeah. like they <laughs> like Because if you're, if you're pursuing a dream, the money's going to come. You just got to go for it. Um Challenging yourself can help you perform at your peak. So, like I said about complacency, like, you get complacent. You're not growing. You're not getting stronger. That's like you were going to the gym and you keep lifting 20-pound weights for the next six months. That's me. That's me. (laughs) That's me, too. No, I'm not going no no higher. (laughs) Right. So, like, if you just keep lifting the same amount of weights or you just keep running the same distance, you're not building up endurance. You're not building up stamina. You're just doing the same thing and getting the same results. Um, So, challenge yourself. To see yourself perform at your highest peak. All right, twenty five pounds, fine. <laughs> I'll stick with twenty. <laughs> Those are the pink ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so sometimes, like we, um, we are afraid to try new things. Uh, I asked some people like, this week I want to go ice skating because it's getting so warm out. I'm like, you want to go ice skating? I'm like, I ain't never been ice skating before. Like, you know, I was like, do you want to try it? They're like, no, nah, I've never thought about it. <laughs> Yeah, Try different me. things. Yeah, can I, yeah, yeah. That's Nitty. I was trying to Nitty. set up a date here, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, a date. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's no, a little different. Right, no, I guess no one wants to see, any, like, no one wants, to, like, their date to watch them fall on skates. No one wants to look silly, I guess. So, like, ice skating is out of the question. But, like, try different things. Like, if, you, um, if you're a singer, you know, and you are used to singing a certain genre, try a different genre, you know? You doing music, try something new. You know, don't get caught in the same routine. Routine will destroy you. So insanity, yeah, drives you insane mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over Seriously. again. Um, it says embracing new challenges can help you age better. Okay, this one I gotta read. Where you get this from? Yeah, where's where, this? Where's, your... where's this article from? I don't want to say. I want to know. <laughs> you know, I love articles. Huh? My sources remain sealed. Uh, so ridiculous. Okay. A study in 2013 <laughs> found that learning new and demanding life skills while also maintaining a strong social network can help us stay mentally sharp as we get older. 
Okay, I do believe that because they say at a certain age you stop your brain stop wanting to learn. Um, when is what age is that? Because I'm I'm always wanting to know something. No, else. you know, have you ever have you ever had had, had try to have a conversation with a 55 year old or a 60 year old? Nope. About yeah, because you just don't win. Like yeah, I've my talk- grandparents. I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I talk <laughs> and like you know how like we're always learning new things, and, like, right? We're actually understanding how this world works. Like let's talk to an older person about politics or like um like. What's going on in politics? Their standpoint is so much different um, than ours, and it's stuff that they they think they've know that they know, but they is, they've been learning wrong their whole life. So when you try to like hit them with some boom, I feel that's, like that's wrong. Just too different. Like there's two different type of old people. Yeah, like, <laughs> like okay, you have one some... that's kind of stuck to their ways, and then the other is like still learning. Like the one said, who still yeah. goes to the gym. Who's still, yeah, who still yeah, goes to definitely. the gym so it's, more it's, than me. The well, pink weight. <laughs> Um, and okay, last one, but don't push yourself too far. All right, so basically, what by that meaning is make sure you're what you want to do is realistic. Um, don't decide at the age of like 28 or 30 that you want to go be an actress, you know. Well, um, why not? Well, yeah. did I, mean, it. I don't know about There's that. Some, yeah, I, I mean, okay, so like this, this is what I'm saying about be realistic, all right? So that's like me, like, like I've been doing things, I've been doing this for a while. Um, I've been doing other little things to kind of like put myself in a position to where I could have work and stuff to do when I did leave my job or take my hours down. But um, some people aren't realistic in their their planning process. So you want to plan and you want to plot carefully. Just don't up and say, hey, I want to go quit your job and I want to be an actress or a musician because, you know, you... If it's something you haven't been really working, working on, on or doing, you switch it up. Yeah, so a lot of people like... When they go chase a dream, you gotta you have to plot and be and, and plan you have to this goal out. set. Yeah, definitely. So goal set within your your range, I guess. I don't say don't set the bar low, but don't set it too high to where when if you don't hit that goal, you're disappointed in yourself. Very true. Mm. I, I feel that. I know. So it looks like you did live a little bit. You know, you came with some some facts. Even though you won't tell us where this came from, it's okay. Me and my unicornness will figure it out <laughs> one way or another. Don't worry, I will be finding that article. <laughs> but I would like to go into some more music. I'm going to play more Harlow Mill a little later in the show. But like I said, today is all about EDM music and music that gets you moving, grooving, wanting to get in the gym, lift those pink weights or, you know, or <laughs> hey, make you want to go orchestrate something inside of Starbucks. So With ice cream. <laughs> with ice cream so we are going to go ahead and listen to a song that has been on my nitpicks playlist for a while by ace moolah party music called watch me featuring chloe right here on nitty's knocker
That for real was a it was some, it was some yeah. slight no some slight. Kyle, you know. how's your panties doing? They still up Ooh. or are they in the bunch? <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> 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 that was Cara Cara Bonito's Bowen remix for my party. Um, today is very. This is making me feel so good. Like just listening to all of this jumpy dancing music, and I saw you guys going crazy at the end. Yeah, we of have that a song. show in Detroit actually. When? Uh, January, what is it? 18th. Yeah. What day is that? Thursday. Y'all coming back to Chicago after? I don't know. I think we're going to stay there. Just I may be coming stuff. back. But. Yeah. Hmm. Nitty might need a ride. I would love to go to Detroit to see the art scene. Like, I have family there, but I rarely, I've been once. It's cool. It's a cool place. For honestly. a family reunion, and that was Super it, you beautiful. know. 
I've heard. I just hate when people like even with Chicago people try to highlight the nasty, yeah. and it's like, have you even tried to see the beauty in mm, a city? Yeah. Like growing up in Detroit, how was it for you guys? It's just it, you just see the changes all the time. Honestly, I feel like you for the first time in a long time, it's it's there's progress. Yeah, there's progress, and it's like I guess consistent good change, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does. Yeah, I mean, we hear all the stories from like our grandparents, even our parents. Like it was still better, but and it's just cool to you know we grew up when I used to go quite a bit because I used to my family's big hockey fans, so we used to go to the Red Wings game all the time. But like my dad would take us down, we'd go to Coney Island, like we have our spot, we go eat, walk around, and people are like, "You're crazy for going down there," and it's just so you know where when to go, you say but, eight mile. Because that's my favorite movie. So I always I, I wanted to, to visit the eight mile. I went to college at Detroit Mercy, and mm-hmm. that's like uh, on. Oh wait, where is it? Oh, McNichols and on Livernois, which is like McNichols is six mile. So two, two, I guess major streets down is eight mile. Honestly, there's a huge. There's like a shift. Like mm-hmm. there's a, a specific bridge on Woodward that you like drive over, and you can just see where the shifts at. Oh wow! Yeah, it's that bad. It's as far as just. I mean, geographically. I guess Speaking. I don't really notice it because I feel comfortable in that, those areas. Mm-hmm. And, like, I used to walk down Livernois a lot um, and get Bosco's Fish Market uh, fish. Oh, so <laughs> it's like Harold's. Like, is that like Harold's? It's like walking down, I don't know, it's just like walking down Logan Square. It's not like. Nah, it's probably like walking in Inglewood. Just gonna yeah, be. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't I wouldn't say Logan Square. I met this girl and she's from, she was from, like, Michigan, but, like, her. She was talking to me about Detroit. I asked her about Detroit, and she was just like, she lives in the suburbs. Like, she's super rich and lives in the burbs. But, like, she was telling me her sister moved to Detroit as, like, a, rebe- a rebellious move. She moved to Detroit. <laughs> yeah, it, just, it depends just on to piss where her parents you are. off. So, like, it, I live in, like, a really kind of bad neighborhood, and, like, she came over one day, and I'm just like, why didn't you call me when you were, like, on your way? She's like, oh, it's not that bad over here. Yeah, it, what? What? <laughs> like, she, was, she was white. And I'm just like, like she's like, I mean, I'm in Detroit. Like, my sister lives in Detroit, so I'm there, like, a couple of weekends out the month. So I'm like, okay, well, Detroit must be bang it. Like, <laughs> it's time to go on a trip. <laughs> no, honestly, it, Do depends, the on, like, of it depends on where you go. It's, yeah. It's, and where it's you're going, where you're going, who you're with. Yeah, we stay. Okay, so my family stays. It's like the main street that takes you into the cute little downtown that you guys have. But they live. It's like a chicken shop and then a gas station. That's like every street. Okay, then Detroit. I don't know. It's literally, it's the main, whatever that one road is that goes straight Woodward. into downtown. They Woodward. live like... Michigan Ave. Michigan Ave. Woodward. Woodward. Mm-hmm. Probably. Let's, but, just, let's just say Woodward. Yeah, and you cool. know, we could only walk to, it was like a family dollar or like dollar store, a chicken place, and a gas station like right next to each other. And it's literally like 10 minutes from downtown to drive. Mm-hmm. And we could only go to the. They wouldn't let us really go anywhere. And then we we had the reunion at the park, the big, really pretty park where Campus you can see Marshes. Canada. Yeah, you can yeah. see Canada from across the water. Oh, that's a uh, Hard Plaza. Yeah. yeah, and that's where that's the most I've seen of Detroit. Yeah. And it was really pretty. I was like, wow, I want to come back. So you I need can to look go back. It. Honestly, yeah. in the last like year and a half, they're so it's so different. Yeah, I have a friend. Shout out Chrissy. She's a photographer out there. Uh, can't wait to see her again. She randomly pops into Chicago. She works with uh, F- Fuji Film cameras. 
Is that she, the disposable one? Yeah, and she takes she does Polaroids and things like That's that for cool. all of the concerts. Mm. And so, shouts out to you, baby girl. Miss you. So let's go into talking about our weekly conversation, which is being alone versus being lonely. I always like to have solution-based conversations here so that we can identify with the issues that we are dealing with because we all go through it. It's just some people don't speak up about it. So this for y'all, you know, Nitty looking out for the voiceless. Harlow Mill. Maybe Brandon looking out for (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's Bitcoining right now. I think he is. <laughs> no. But um, the definition, what's everybody's definition of alone? What do you think alone means? That's, hmm. a, that's, a, that's a pretty deep question. Well, if you could just that's surface like, level it, like what, what would be like a few words to describe being well, I, alone? I don't, I don't think anybody's truly alone. I mean, you can always surround yourself with people. And again, Merv kind of mentioned it earlier. It's just, you know, who you choose to surround yourself with. It's so, the biggest thing. So, right. I mean, yeah. alone is just a state of mind. <laughs> okay. I agree. It, to me. Okay. I agree with Kyle. What do you think, Brandon? Um, I think of being alone basically is, like, the physical aspect of, like, being by yourself. And like, that's exactly what it is. Um, so. Yeah, it's like you're, you're at home and you're alone. Like, I'm yeah. alone. The know? definition of alone is having no one else present on one's own. It's a physical mm. uh, adverb of, you know. A situation you literally are alone um what's the definition of lonely that's just the space you're like the mental space that you're in i guess um yeah and it's uh, that, that even sucks more like if you're if you're not alone but you feel lonely mm-hmm. <laughs> like that sucks <laughs> okay i think that's the so, one that like that has to suck even more do you guys like, agree yeah. yeah i agree yeah I agree. so I the agree. definition of lonely is sad because no one has because one has no friends or company hmm. so it's literally or, a physical versus a mental like these are you know the actual definitions yeah, of the right. terms the literal physical feeling you're actually alone right yeah. and then the feeling of being alone is lonely you are sad you're miserable you're not feeling well because you feel like you have no friends or no mm-hmm. company so why do we feel alone when we're in a room full of people you know why do we get that feeling of exclusion when we're around so many people what do you guys think because a lot of times like when you're around a lot of people you aren't yourself so you aren't comfortable yeah um i wish we could go anywhere any place and we can be completely ourselves which i'm not saying like you can't be yourself but you aren't who you are for real when you're around a lot of different people you don't know like especially when you like like in business and like in this like in this kind of like world that we live in doing like music and media like you meet a lot of people and sometimes like you get anxiety because you're just like okay can I really be myself around these people so a lot of the time like you you go somewhere you're just like okay I don't really feel like I can be I can be myself so you feel uncomfortable you know yeah and you don't feel like anyone there can relate to you or understand what you're doing or what you're going through like mm. and it doesn't even have to be negative it's just like where you are in your headspace, like if you're at a party and like you're you have work to do and you're focused on like getting this work done, you're not at that party. You're thinking about your work that needs to be done. So you're yeah. in your own yeah. in your yeah. own world, like with your music. You know? I, yeah, I mean, every, everybody has stuff going on in their life, mm-hmm. and it's just how you look at things too. Like you flip the situations around, or like like you were saying, a lot of people can't just be transparent with themselves. They feel kind of vulnerable when they do that, but mm-hmm. vulnerability can't. It doesn't need to be 
a bad thing, you know? True. Like, but you should be vulnerable. People like make you, it a bad thing, though. Yeah, that's... Yeah, like, stepping that's, out of your comfort zone, what that, you yeah. said earlier. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to kind of, like, take that risk, take that chance, because, like, people are going to be people. And, like, I've always... I always, I always get offended when people, like... I thought you were trying to get over on me. I'm like, wait, what? Like, because I've never, like... I'm never one of those people where, like, I do things and, like, it depends on like, the situation. But, like, majority of the time, like, if, I, if, I, if I'm just meeting you or you don't really know me, like, I'm not trying to get over on you. Like, and I feel like a lot of people are used to getting taken advantage of or not being appreciated or valued. And mm-hmm. so they're kind of like, well, I don't know if this person will be like everybody else. So people are scared. People are scared of other people, believe it or yeah. not. They really are. And it's not even like I'm scared of you physically. It's more like I'm scared of what you're going to think about. Like, <laughs> well, it's a, it's a terrifying thing to, to feel like if you're going to be accepted. Yeah. Okay. For I who can, you are, right? Yeah. yeah. Feeling alone in a room to me you know, it, or with I, people yeah. around. Am I truly going to be accepted and, for who I am? Or? Right. And that's like a mindset thing, too. Like, even if they don't accept you, who cares? True. You know? There is a study that found that um, links to social isolation, uh, it causes increased risk to cardiovascular health, um, saying that the bodily reactions are a way of of nature telling you to find a social group. You know, when you feel alone too much and you do get anxious and you get anxiety because you, you can't identify what's going on around you, it makes you feel that much more isolated, but it still pushes you to either completely seclude yourself altogether or to go out and try to find somebody that fits what you're doing, you know, that blends with you so that you aren't so alone um, and that you can relate to the people around you. And that's like another big push for us, like doing music. I know myself, like I was going through a really rough time in, was it 2016 now? It seems like forever ago, but it's still fresh. And like, honestly, I had like mad anxiety a lot. I could I wasn't sleeping and I was just like overthinking kind of just my head was just full of just different things I couldn't control. And like, it's, it's a anxiety is like a hard thing to explain to somebody else who doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. Cause they're just like, what are you talking about? Everything's great. Like, mm. even people, if it is, it's just like, it's hard to put yourself in that person's shoes. Mm-hmm. That's why for our music, especially like what we're moving towards and like the song you just heard, it's it's relatable in a way that you don't even need to say anything. You know, you put on a track from us and you kind of feel what we're talking about, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's like... Yeah, and, and that's how, with the first song that you guys, you with your uh, release that you have not released, <laughs> yeah. um, you released it for the show, which is super awesome. But yeah. I instantly identified, as soon as I heard it coming in, I was like, wow, this is very inviting. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe yeah. I can get something from this and the more I listen to it like I'm definitely going to listen again because I feel like there's even more that I can take from it in a in a personal setting you know so um I definitely agree with that like 1000 percent that um it's just ways to bring yourself into situations so that you don't feel as alone but I actually want to go into playing some more music by you guys um, on my Harlow playlist, you know, <laughs> Harlow Mill, because there's two of us. Okay, a lot but, of people. Yeah, okay. When we so, come back to, yeah, I definitely yeah, want to yeah. address that. We're gonna play. I don't want to ever like, you know, just take all the credit. I, truthfully, <laughs> yeah. Kyle does everything. I just stand there and like bring in and orchestrate. Like. <laughs> you sitting there with your fake <laughs> no, pretty much. <laughs> I'm the guy in the background as he's conducting. Lit, look, that's yeah. so lit. Look, I don't know what he said. He's funny. We're gonna play more Harlow Mill 
from my Harlow Mill playlist <laughs> on iTunes. And we're going to start with the song that made me go crazy about you. And once again, shout out to my girl, Alexi, for going to this artist meetup. Yeah, shout and out to Alexi. That was supposed to come sure. with, you know, I was supposed to go with her, but I was not able to do so. But I'm so grateful that there was a group that that you convinced them, you know, to check me out and check out what we got going here at Nitty's Knocker. So I'm very grateful. Yeah, it's a great great place. So we're going to play the song that that caught my attention um, called uh, Revolution, the Diplo Revolution remix. How you guys that? I literally jumped around in my room in my underwear (laughs) for like... Yeah, so did I when we first heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, see? Making ways. But here is... The song of the hour, right here on Nitty's Knocker.
Nobody ever mad at Donald Trump. He doesn't do anything on a daily basis. <laughs> His Twitter doesn't. Why would they guys? Say that did in you that listen song? to that amazing revolutionary <laughs> track by Harlow Mill? Bring it down, son. Jeez. So I just had like a turn up session. My hair is a little more frizzy than it was a few minutes ago. But wow. What <laughs> were you guys like? What were you going through when you created this song? Um, well, I think I maybe I had the start idea. I was just like, I, I don't know. I was just sick of seeing Donald Trump's name and like just in a negative way and everyone just complaining about it. And as an artist, like after this, actually, we produced this right after the BET Awards, the Cypher thing that M did. Mm hmm. And then we're just like, oh, okay, cool. M's like one of the few artists that doesn't really care what, you know, his fans even think. He was just like, I'm drawing a line. You're either with me or against, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I felt like that was really inspirational for us that like, hey, you know what? We're artists too. We have a voice. We don't need to tweet out like, hey, Donald, I hate you. I don't really hate the guy. I don't know him. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it's just another way of voicing your opinion in like a, first amendment way like you just it's you know your right to say basically freedom of speech yeah freedom of speech yeah thank you you say a right to bear arms you're trying to shoot somebody (laughs) (laughs) that's that detroit coming out of you in chicago too yeah it is it's a very big deal you know like when the trump campaigns and were going on and so many people we found out there were so many supporters here you know that drove the city into a frenzy on well, its not own as much as michigan because michigan went red during the election yeah so yeah that was scary and yeah like what the down. heck michigander <laughs> yeah it, well ann arbor's pretty white female if you don't i mean i feel like ann arbor wasn't <laughs> i feel like they're pretty they're very liberal so they say but they're very not i've worked I out there i don't know i don't know the number place drove me crazy i couldn't work there anymore yeah and it's just I don't know. Anyways, I was just like just flipping through songs, I guess, which is rare because I barely listen to music. As weird as that sounds. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Uncle Bernie, Bernie Sanders, like on TV or something. And then I don't know, just clicked on me. And like one of Diplo's old songs, "Revolution," was exactly what we were going through today. And we we're just like, "Hey, it's Diplo's birthday in November, so let's just make it for him." And has he? Do you know if he's heard it? He or? hasn't said anything, but everyone else basically has. So, like, we sent it to Bostics, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. and he was just like, "Yo, this is sick!" Yeah. Like, for sure, you Bostics. Know, we at, yeah, well, as like, another artist, like, you kind of want to reach out to the original mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Just it's just a sign of like Gratitude. respect yeah. and like, hey, we're not like. Do they care? There, it's. It depends on. I the think artists. there's a big yeah. Yeah, we it's personally a, it's probably, artist to artist. Yeah, we. Oh, I mean, it's, it's like Skrillex and Diplo, from what I've heard, are like big people, and just you know, music is again, it's all derivative from each other. Like mm-hmm. I, almost mu- any any song is not truly original. It's always you're always taking inspiration, chord progressions, you know, anything from what you've heard a while ago, and it's just subconsciously in your head. It would influencing what you're making or maybe you listen to a track earlier today and you're like wow i want to do something like that you guys did something amazing <laughs> thanks and yeah and that that's like what three years old or four years old and you were like ahead the of the curve one. honestly uh as far as the way people are into it now you guys were like two years ahead of the the curve here for for people in our generation to be taking so much 
in the city, you know, to be making that type of music. It wasn't really a thing until, you know, like 2015, for real, 2016, until people were actually like, wow, that sounds good, playing it with a hip-hop song or after, you know, this or that while you're mixing and stuff like that. So you guys are... Well, it's funny because, like, I never really listened to (laughs) electronic music as much. And Kyle was actually, he's been producing... I don't know. I don't really know how long. Maybe five or six years on mm-hmm. and off. And like I. So you guys just kind of came in with two ideas and. Well, I've been like a acoustic kind of songwriter. Like I love. In- I don't. To be honest, I don't really listen to the radio as much. I don't. Same. I don't listen to. You're the, not missing anything. Yeah, but I don't really <laughs> listen to your main artists. Like I don't like mainstream. Like playing, yeah. yeah, they're playing. I always listen to indie or Coldplay. Coldplay is really mainstream, but like that's my first concert ever. Yeah, Coldplay is just the goat. And like, I don't know. I get a lot of inspiration from indie stuff, and I've been playing piano since I was two, so that I guess that helps. Prodigy, then, look at you. Yeah, and then Kyle, like he posted a song. I think it was like, I don't know, maybe 2013, and I was like, dude, this is sick. Like I didn't know you made this. We didn't even talk. Like we went to the same high school. Yeah. He probably like said hi to me like once because he was just way too cool. So how did we come together <laughs> like, as Harlow cool. Mill? So well, that, well I mean yeah, he, he said we we went to high school with each other. <laughs> you know we didn't go to a huge high school. I mean there were t- probably two hundred fifty people in each class. So I mean for the most part you knew everyone. Mm-hmm. And I Merv knew of me. I knew of him. And but we never really hung out. I hung out with some people that were in like his group of friends and um so I saw him in the halls every once in a while and then fast forward a couple of years in college I'm going back home back to Michigan going back uh to Detroit area and one of my old friends uh Mauricio shout out to Mauricio kind of <laughs> who kind of pushed me into the music he was literally just randomly one Christmas said hey I really know you like music and bought me my first controller Nice. DJ controller and then nice. I just started mixing in college so that translated into I was playing other people's music and then I was like no I want to be that person who they're playing my music or I can make my own music and play it in my sets mm-hmm. I thought that would be really cool to create something from scratch and started producing met up with Merv who I find out that oh yeah you went to high school with him Oh, he's been writing and playing piano since he's two years old. Started jamming with him at his house one day, and we really clicked. Mm -hmm. And just thought that we had really a lot of the same ideas. I produced a lot of, like, kind of more mellow. I just really liked. But I wanted to bring emotion and everything. Mm -hmm. But, like, with, like, the typical kind of bigger build, like, uh, drops and everything. And we started working together, and then... At the time, he was. What, I was just. Were, I was just in school, and like, I don't know. He just kept, you know, sending me different like projects. Actually, he gave me my first. It's called a digital audio workshop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like a DAW, something you do make beats on, and like everyone can do it on the computer now. Okay. But like, he gave it to me. I like tried it for like, I don't know, maybe like a week, and I was like, all right, well, screw this. Like, it's way too hard. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to what we were even talking about, like. Just the anxiety thing, like, in 2016, it was just, like, really bad. I didn't know what to do. I, I, I really didn't know what to do, so I went back to 
just creating and like being myself, I guess. And lo and behold, like I just sat down and like started learning for real, like at like a, I guess like a college curriculum kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, hey, this week you should do this. This is your homework, right? Kind of thing. Because I've only been producing for a year and a half. Year, year and a half. Now, Go crazy. Yeah. I mean, he. What you were in school at the time when I, yeah. Kind so of trying the name, to bring you to the dark side. Harlow yeah. Mill. It's such a trendy name. Thank you. Like why? Very cute. You want to say this because this is like probably the coolest story. <laughs> I definitely would love to hear. It. Well, We've, I think <laughs> you should ahead. tell it because he looks way more excited than you do. So <laughs> what? You tell the story. Okay. I just like well, to smile a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's really cool because. We had like the worst. I'm trying to like censor myself because you told me about the FCC thing. I don't Ta- want tap the bell me. if it's intense. <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta speak normal. No, but um, we came up with really bad names. Horrible. Like awful. Like one would. What was like? There was like Tin Man Two or like something. Just. I'm glad that is. <laughs> <laughs> or like there we... was one before it. Oh, it's like uh, U.S. Takeover. U.S. Takeover. We're gonna take over the U.S. and we're like, wait, what if our so, music? Like, I mean, the whole global? time I was just like, <laughs> yeah, like Merv, that's cool. We can work on the our name. You know, it's it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. So the whole time I'm just thinking, I wanted to embody both of us, like how one, it took me to get out of my comfort zone. Another thing that we've talked about today is getting out of you, stepping out of your comfort zone, and it, doing that within boundaries just opens up doors for you and you know i moved from michigan to chicago and then you know i started working in finance and been producing for a while and it's you know like i really like music that's what i've been passionate about and i thought of a name just for both of us how both we were working in different states and how I came from Michigan to Illinois. So it's M-I-I-L, Michigan, Illinois. Well, at oh. first, yeah, we were talking at like 3.40 a.m. Just randomly because we were up making music and then we're like just chatting about like the name because we didn't really want Tin Man 2. And like <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, what about Mill? You know, M-I-L. And then just, M- just yeah. one word kind of thing. And then... For a while, I've always went by Harlow when I wrote, like, indie stuff. Just, like, as a pen name, because Merv, Mervin is kind of lame, I thought. Names are awesome. Yeah. Your but, like, Harlow sounds, like, way cooler. So I was just like, oh, yeah, Harlow. <laughs> and then it just clicked. And that kind of just clicked, I remember too. it was, like, yeah. 3.46 a.m. I looked at my phone, and then I was just like, what about Harlow Mill? And have it M-I-I-L. So, because I have, like, a little no. accent on top. Mm-hmm. I, no, I did the I-I-I. Oh, that yeah. was my initial intention. Yeah. And then I had like the like little accent on the O. So it just like aesthetically pleasing when you look at the name. Right. And then we set it and then we're like, boom, that's it. 346 yeah. a.m. And then so, like, yeah, I mean, it just represents like it's, you know, it's a, think of it as like a first and last name. Steve Aoki, right. Martin Garrix, Harlow Mill. I mean, it is two people, mm-hmm. but our music is representative of just one entity, one you guys, One sound. you guys don't know what it, want to know what it sounds like for us. Sounds like a, like a like an indie law firm or something like a law firm you were seeing like Wicker or like I don't know. Like, Harlow, it, it definitely has a very professional it like ring a to it. Apple yeah, orchard. really. 
I googled it Apple once. Orchard. It was like, I googled it. Not gonna lie, but it was like M I L L. There's something in the UK. No, there's like this train station. Yeah, yeah, you type it. it in. You say, is it is it Mill? Yeah. Yeah, it's like Harlow Mill, but like M I L L, and it's just like this weird, like haunted train station because yeah. it looks haunted. I don't know if it. You actually go is, to YouTube but... and you type it in, and that's like all you see. <laughs> and then I've been like... trying to figure out how we get to the top. Of well, if you <laughs> if you type our name in, like for real, like. The right, the right spelling. We have like everything. Right. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. dope. But like um, some people well, don't when you, know. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 just a tip: thoughts. when you optimize anything you do, put the other spelling too. That way, you'll that's come yeah, up with the orchards. Yeah. Nitty coming through, dropping mm-hmm. the knowledge. And if anybody ever needs brand work done, hit up your girl. You know, nittysknocker.com. There's a full page dedicated to brand work. So. You know what's crazy? Like, you know, when you guys come up with a name, less is always less is always more. It is, and it's a beautiful name. It's beautiful. Like, I was like, they sound like they're not going to respond to me in my email. You know, that's why I felt <laughs> I was like, man, they're too good for Nitty's Knocker. You know, like. No one's too good for Nitty's Knocker. That's no. true. That's true. No, but, this has been a great time. No, no, it's fun. No, I'm glad. But yeah, I definitely want to go ahead and say I uh, did because this is solution based and we kind of left the alone topic without resolution. Um, I do want to talk about the reasons we do feel alone is because one, we are alone in our heads and in our hearts. We compare ourselves to others. We are our own worst critics and we are filled with emotions such as guilt, shame, self-loathing, and we're distracted. Um. And the way to just all in all to take yourself from loneliness, it's overall distraction is the key word. You know, you are distracted by what other people are doing, by what your head, by what your own self is telling you based on what you see. So you have to always be aware of your actions, emotions and thoughts to help you stay connected to other people. Um, It's like the sum of our human experiences that can create loneliness and it's the sum of our shared human experiences that can unite us with other members of the human race. And in the end, as long as there are others to interact with, we are not alone. You just have to realize this and choose to connect. Choose. It's your choice. Happiness is a choice. Yeah. You know, distractions are a choice. You can choose to allow them to ruin you and make you feel like... actively trying to get out of it. Mm Because sometimes it feels like, like, you know, depression, anxiety, or like just feeling lonely and stuff. If you're not doing anything, there's no one can actually yeah, pull you out of it. You got to like do things for yourself, you know? That's where self-love comes in and it's like a huge part that a lot of people miss. Very true. And yeah. when you love yourself, it's nothing like it. Yeah. Nobody can stop and you. It, and it just like emits this type of energy that like it makes other people happy. Like especially like when you're happy with yourself and you're walking around smiling like other people are just going to start smiling, you know? Very true. They might Pass think you're weird at they first. They might think yeah. you're weird, but like in a good weird. Then they'll like be Post like, Malone okay, she crazy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you crazy. Nice to meet you, crazy. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, you still make the, another person have the same reaction. So imagine yeah, if we're yeah. all doing that on a constant basis in a city like Chicago. Mm-hmm. Imagine the results yeah, you no, can when get. When I first moved out here, that was the first thing I noticed, like on the Mag Mile, like it was like really weird because in Detroit, when you're walking around Campus Marshes or on like Woodward or something, at least some people say hi or like, mm-hmm. you know, give you that. Here it's just like move, yeah, over, get was, out of the way. I, I don't know what it was like. I don't know if it was me or if I smelled bad or <laughs> no, what it was. It's I, just Chicago drives you into yeah. those weird feelings, except in the summertime. In the summertime, everybody's friendly because the yeah, weather's great. In the summer, so. You know what I noticed? Out south is a little bit more friendly than up north. That's true. 
The like, South Side you, is way yeah. more friendly, more, way more cultured, way more interactive than this. The reason that the North Side feels like it's nice because there's too many things to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have anything you want on the North Side, but on the South Side, you have to find things to do. You know, you have to I find guess, yeah, resources. So people are more anxious and eager to find out what you got going on. You know, do you feel like that, mm-hmm. Kyle? Like when you walk down Michigan Ave? Because you've I been mean, here for I, what, four, three years? Yeah, it's. You just you, you go in your own zone. Like everybody's on their phone and they're just listening to music. And mm-hmm. again, you know, I was work, uh, you know, working, having my own job, and I just there were days where it's just like I'm in this beautiful city with all these awesome people, mm-hmm. and there's mornings that I would wake up and it's a beautiful day, and I just found myself listening to music and I'm watching my feet in my routine. Yeah. I'm just walking down. Mm-hmm. I, I walk street. sometimes to a beat and I pay attention to it. But like, and that's totally fine, but I'm not taking in this beautiful city, yeah. this, my awesome surroundings. So there's like mornings or afternoons when I'm walking back or to from work. And, you know, I just like make a conscious effort to put my, turn my phone off, take my headphones it's, it's good out unplug. and just like, and just be present and like, smell taking all the colors the people like i notice a person smiling across and that made me smile and then I, i'm looking this up this is at, like a colgate i'm looking right i know now. seriously and then i'm looking up Look at, at like the teeth, too. i mean <laughs> nice no, they're, right? not, like, they're not they're not that good <laughs> and, uh, smiling your, bright they're amazing Nitties? What about yours? Shut up, Brandon. Yeah, hey, Shut your up. Teeth are amazing too. <laughs> no, Brandon just tried to throw be a, a dentist, shot. So. Yeah, <laughs> I love teeth. Like I, I love it. Cool. Do you have any tips on whitening? No, well, another time. Brush your teeth, floss. I, honestly, I feel like flossing is just way more important. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, I've been doing it a lot more than usual. Like, you know, that's where rot your teeth. Food in between it, like yeah. in between, and like your your tongue already like is, you know, cleaning. But this is another another topic for yeah. another day. We can yeah. definitely yeah. get into dentistry, maybe on a live video feed or something like that. But this week's quote, we're gonna play another song from these guys to end out the show. But I would like to go ahead and give you guys the quote of the week, which is loneliness expresses the pain of being alone, and solitude expresses the glory of being alone. So when you give yourself... Wait, can you repeat that again? Because I, I was like that's trying deep, to take it girl. in. Loneliness like, expresses the pain of being alone. The feelings of, you know. But solitude expresses the glory of being alone. Mm, I like this. So solitude, solitude is okay. You know, it's okay to go and be in solitude and yeah. have time to think and process. Give yourself a few days to relax because you come out of it feeling 10 times better. But when you're lonely, all you can feel is heartache and pain and confusion because you don't know why you're so lonely. Mm. So when you take time to, when I tell this, my, uh, my mom told it to me and then some other people I've heard say it, you have to give yourself a few days off the grid completely, you know, whether it's you and your computer just to produce like what Kanye doing what he did to produce all of what he did saying in for the summers and not coming out of his room and just producing, producing whatever it is that keeps you off of the media. Great. The social aspect of the world. Take some time to love yourself and indulge in your passion or figure out what your passion is if you don't know it yet. And you can figure that out by sitting alone for three days. Mm. You know, my sister's out of school right now and she's going, she was going crazy at first because it's a break. 
And she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But now, you know, she's like, oh, well, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do this. Wow, I really like to do this. Man, this feels good. I'm going to paint. I love painting, you know. So it drives you into a place where you start to understand what it means to have that alone time and make something beautiful out of it. So that's our quote of the week. And how can we keep up with you guys? How can we find out what's going on with Harlow Mill? Oh, I love the name. I love the name. I love it. It's <laughs> you got to ask Kyle because I try not to touch any of the social media <laughs> because, well, it depends. We switch on and off because it's exhausting for it's two of us so to do exhausting. it. Yeah. So I'm just like, I already don't like my phone. I like, have to utilize Hootsuite. <laughs> like I really hate my, Yeah, I, I hate my phone. Even though I need Hootsuite. it, it's just, I don't know. I'm not trying to stare at a screen for the rest of my life like, yeah, it gets very I'm, I'm, uh, well, depressing. I'm 26. Oh, gosh. I, I don't even know how old I am. But I'm 26, <laughs> but, like, I just feel like... We're on, we're on our way. We're on yeah, our we'll way. be there. He quit sooner no, than like, I. Yeah, a couple of months. Yeah. Honestly, really like, we're, we're turning yeah. up. Don't worry. Uh, it's set. 26. Yeah, but you just don't want to live your life staring at a screen the whole, very whole time. Very true. Like, I feel like all these kids don't knock on people's definitely door and say, watch, hey, you want to play basketball? Or definitely like, watch Black Mirror. So, how can we keep I'm up with you guys, though? Yeah, we're we're on all social media. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we also we're also on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. So Spotify for sure. We're all and wait. Apple these music. songs I can stream. Yeah, yeah. we're on. Spotify. I can help y'all make some uh, money. Not, yeah. not our remixes. We, we you not the remixes, but Just our, our, our EP. Stuff. You can, which yeah. is what we're going to play. Ballerina Tears is is out on Spotify iTunes, Apple yeah, Music. Yeah, type in Watercolor Tears because nobody else has something like that. And, um, like, honestly, just leave your phone out and just let it stream for, like, Yeah, put day. it on repeat. Honestly, yeah. like, just let it stream. That's what I do whenever my friends get albums or <laughs> EPs on the uh, Apple. I just stream. I just Create replay it. And then you just let, yeah. And then just put it on play and, and put it helps phone us away. do, make more music that you can stream. Yeah, yeah. see? Hey. There it is. Help me. Help you. Yeah. <laughs> Plug it up, y'all. Yeah, no, Harlow Mill is H A R L O W and then M I I L. That's like major key right there. Harlow Mill. Yeah. M I I L. That's our handle for all social media. For everything. So everything. Check Harlow us out, Mill. Harlow Mill. Yeah. So, um. And come through if you're in like the Michigan area or Detroit. We're playing at the works January 18th. 18th. Thursday. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it I, runs from 10 p.m. to 4, to 4 in the morning. We're playing, so. we're playing at 12 on the main stage. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 12 to 1. So come up. Like, come up. I'll all give right. you a hug. I'm, I'm kind of yeah, thinking that I might place. have yeah. to call off work all, so that I can go with you guys. Just, yeah. yeah. This is going to be. Is there a, room in the car for Nitty to ride? Or are you taking a mega bus? Hey. I, I, I think I'm taking a train. I think he's taking the train. I'll yeah. be driving. Yeah. Hey. I think I might be going to Detroit to live stream. <laughs> hey, there it is. Live, live stream Harlow Mill, right? That sounds... Yeah, there's all the other dope artists, too. Like I, yeah. I know a lot of those guys, and they work really... I'm trying to censor myself, but really freaking hard. Yeah, freaking like, hard, Freaking man. hard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um, you guys can always reach out to us at Nitty's Knocker. Brandon and I love to hear what you guys have to say about the show. Comments, concerns, good news. Give it to us because we like to talk about it. Whatever you got going on, present it to the world. You can stream your music on our show. Send it to me at nittiesknocker.com. And if I really enjoy it, which I probably will, I'll add it to the Nitpicks playlist on SoundCloud. You can also check us out on iTunes. 
for the podcasting if you are ever interested in just subscribing, you know, helping us yeah, helping us out get to the next level. Check it out. But until we talk to you lovelies next week, we have a great show lined up. Uh, we have some photographers coming in next week as well as Deem who has a show this Friday that I'll be hosting at Cole's Bar is definitely free to come out starts at 9 p.m. it's the money can't buy you 2.0 show Um, and Deem is of course the headlining artist and your girl Nitty will be in the building hosting and giving everybody that good energy that they need whenever shouts out to Q4 for always being the plug when it comes to presenting a great show for your girl and for your boy yo and until we talk to y'all next time, peace, love, and happiness. Here is ballerina. And the gang out. <laughs> you have to wait until the total yeah, end. Thanks, thanks for having us, guys. Seriously. Yeah. No okay, problem. Awesome. Anytime. Like this seriously. Is a good experience. And the rooms. Whenever you want to come, maybe we can figure out a lot because I'm down. One thousand percent. This is cool. really a great feeling. But here's ballerina watercolor tears EP that you can find on Apple Music, guys. I have Apple Music. Unigame, 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 unigame. Ballerina <laughs> right here on Nitty's Knocker. <laughs> Thank you.